Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rayados Nani Podcast. I'm your host, Seti. Uh, joining me, as always, is Rumpas. Rumpas, how are you? Um, you know, you've been busy. Life. Yep. How's uh, how's everything? Yeah, well, um, yes, life is happening. <laughs> uh, work. Uh, I got a, a new daughter, like, recently born. So, yeah, it's been hectic, but... Uh, but glad to be back with another one because we have a lot to talk about. All right, so I kind of already kind of talked about the, the 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 transfer stuff with Pat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if, if anybody wants to listen, go back to that episode. We kind of discussed it, but since then, there's been a little bit more off the pitch stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So we can we can start there, or do you want to start with the the game stuff? But I think two games have have have, have uh, I believe. Two games have happened. Uh, the Cruz, I believe the Cruz Azul one was the last before this. The last Puebla one. Uh, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so well, okay, so the Puebla game is the only one that's happened since then. Because I know I talked with Pat with the Cruz Azul game. So mm-hmm. the only game that's happened since then is the is the Puebla game. So we can start there, uh, okay. and then we can go into the off the off the pitch stuff because that's that's um there's a lot more uh meat that we can talk about there. So mm-hmm. uh. What did you make of that match first? Because obviously it started off pretty bad. Um, Esteban Andrada made a huge mistake, uh, <laughs> resulted in uh, in a goal. And I mean, some people had some some valid criticism. Some people took it to the extreme. Um, yes. And I've seen you telling people that you know uh, they weren't around to see X and X goalkeeper, or you know yeah. they, they they you know how quick you know you can forget Hugo Gonzalez. Um, mm-hmm. You know. But you know, either way, um, but he 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 wasn't the only one that was pretty bad. Uh, Ponchito Gonzalez was really bad. I, like I tweeted out, he had, he touched the ball 32 times, turned it over 19 uh, mm-hmm. in that first half, um, and there was just there was just nothing. Um, those are two like those are the two players that are really bad in my eyes. Um, yeah. But then you know, as I guess football is, you know, football's played 90 minutes. Or, you know, it's not played 45, mm-hmm. and Ponchito. I don't know how he scored that goal, but he scored that free kick goal from way out. And, <laughs> yes. you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you'll, I, like I tweeted, I'll never figure him out. Like, one half, he'll look awful. Like, how is this a professional mm-hmm. player? You know? And then next, it's like, yeah, why Why is this? You know, and the next thing you know, he scores an amazing goal. Um, yes. And then you had Rodrigo Aguirre, another amazing goal from outside the box. Pretty much two golazos, seals the win. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, it's, you know, sometimes you got to win ugly. I mean, even though the goals were really, really nice, um, it wasn't an ugly win just because, uh, but it was a road win. Can't, can't, you know, can't, can't take it too much uh, away from that. Three points. They're Monterrey's the leader. Even after starting out pretty bad against Chivas, you know, they're back, uh, back yeah. to the top of the table. But what'd you make of that performance? What'd you like? Um, who impressed you? Uh, what, what are your takeaways from that, from that, from that win? Well, First, I think that we have to be clear for the people who's listening, because um, you gave a stat that uh, you tweeted out that one for Panchito. Um, what was it? Thirty-three pass attempts, nineteen. No, no, he he touched the ball thirty-two touches, turned it over uh-huh. nineteen times. Thirty-two touches, <laughs> touched the ball thirty-two yeah. times, nineteen of those thirty-two times he turned it over. That's a little bit more a little bit more than 50 percent right like 
55. Yeah, I think it's like 54 percent. It's more than like more than half the time he was turning the ball right. over. Okay. So what? Why? Why would I want to point that that out? Uh, because first, it's a, um, the 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 statistics out there for a reason, right? But we have to take into consideration one thing. I think it was Solix, uh, who, the one who tweeted out today, that um, in the first half, Ponchito was playing more on the mm, kind of like uh not a wing precisely but more so on the on the side of the pitch instead of in the inside of it and uh i think we all know that Ponchito is not one of those players who's gonna just take the ball like gallardo and go all the way to the to the goal line and uh and do a cross or or a or a diagonal uh to to have a a a striker connect i think that Punchito feels more comfortable in the inside that's actually what's shown in the in the statistics on the second half which he was more present in the inside and uh he created more much more danger because that's where he feels more comfortable so again we're gonna go back a lot this season, no matter what happens, to Mr. Obsoleto, to, to Busetich. Because why would you assign a player a task that you know beforehand that he's not able to? I mean, it's just trying to find um, oil when you're looking for water, some, something like that. Like, Bucetich has always been like that. Like I remember Diego Martinez, who was a, a right center back, and uh, he made him play as a five, like in the middle of the pitch, recovering the goal back in 2009. And that worked for some reason, but it's not always going to work. So I wanted to point that out because not to defend Ponchito because he did play like shit the first half to be honest he wasn't he wasn't uh gravitating in the pitch at all whenever you saw that the ball was to him given to him you already know he was going to do something to to lose that ball right uh but that's that's that uh, i wanted to point that out that uh that's the reason why Ponchito looked so bad in the first half. Uh, second thing is that, uh, as usual, uh, whenever a player makes a mistake like uh, Andrada, which, by the way, I, I tweeted out that it was like uh, Romero, but it wasn't Chiquito Romero. It was uh, Willy Caballero in the, in the World Cup to, against Croatia, uh, the Argentinian goalkeeper who did exactly that and ended up exactly like that in a goal. Uh, so Andrade, obviously he made a mistake. He made a bad call. There was no need to try to do that type of pass, but, but let's think it a little, let's think a little bit through that. I think that he feels really comfortable with his feet, with his footwork. He knows that, uh, he has the ability, the skill to do that pass. And I, I really believe that out of 10, he's going to do nine correct passes like that. This one is just wasn't there. Uh, I take a little bit more away 
because now that you made that mistake, I sincerely believe that if he just stood there instead of going for the ball, it was going to be much more difficult for a striker to score because he was with this uh he was with his back against the, the the goal right so there was no possible way for him to try to score at that moment and well it, it is what it is it's a mistake as you said there was a, a a few people not a lot but there was a few people who were saying like this is the worst worst uh world keeper ever and that's why i pointed out that we have had in the at least the last 30 years much more worse goalkeepers than him at least um to my extent as far as i can go back that i've seen uh first can i i name five goalkeepers that are worse but by far than, than andrada i'm not saying that he's the, the best ever but i i also am not going to allow uh this type of situations that are To, to take it to that extreme. All right, he made a mistake. Yeah, let's move on. At the end of the day, the, day, uh, the, the team won. So that's what's important. Uh, now, another thing that I wanted to point out for the first half before we go to the second half is that uh, I think that a lot of would have changed if uh, the bar guys or whatever they are called would have at least a little bit of uh uh what can how can we call it like to be just fair that's it because the first goal the funnest money goal wasn't he wasn't offside even in the second one he wasn't offside so that's that's why i threw it out at the end of the game that's exactly how you're supposed to win when everything is against you you're supposed to win either way because you're Your team is built for that, for those type of of, uh, of moments where nothing is going in your favor. The referees are miscalling plays. The bar is making mistakes. And uh, even your own players are making mistakes. So that's how you're supposed to be if you want to be a, a, a great team or quote-unquote equipo grande. You have to win no matter what. I have seen... A lot of teams, uh, Real Madrid, Barcelona, um, Manchester United, um, Liverpool, um, Bayern Munich, name it. I have seen a lot of the great teams, not comparing those to Monterey, but I'm just saying that the idea is this. I have seen a lot of those teams win ugly, as you said, but winning at least. So it's always be better to, to recompose yourself Uh, after winning than after a defeat. So it is what it is. The the, the goals, there's no much to say about them. Uh, they both were beautiful. One was a free kick. The other one was actually a, a, a play, an actual play that Aguirre just took off. And uh, they both were great. Um, even, I think it was Berterame who had the last chance of the game. Again, with the pass from Govea, I I am really, really enjoying that kid uh, way to find the, 
the 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 strikers in a in a great position or even those crosses that he does that are I haven't seen that type of crosses in that particular side of the pitch and in right in the middle since and I'm gonna go way back since Luis Perez. Like he had that touch and uh I think that this kid I'm not gonna say that uh, I'm not gonna go all crazy about it, but but I've seen a couple of those now that and, and he's even playing like 10, 20 minutes per game at the top at the tops. So he's showing uh, why he was in Europe. He's showing that uh, that uh, way of seeing the game that it it's only shown on people who has a past in the in in, in great leagues in Europe. So it's that's that's pretty much the 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 way that I saw that game. It was a. a, a It was one of those wins where you enjoy it a little bit more because you're against all that. Puebla is a city where we're not used to win. We're not used to winning. We have had like three wins over 25 years. So that's always good. It's uh, um, It was a Friday night. Uh, weird schedule, but uh, it's, it's perfect for watching a game. Uh, and uh, well, that that's pretty much it. That's I take it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let, let me just run it, run through the team really quickly. I just want to get your thoughts on Victor Guzman. That was his first start. Um, mm -hmm. That wasn't his debut. I mean, his, his debut was... Um, yeah, uh, against Brasil. Yes. Was it? Was it? Yeah, no. Yeah, because like, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. That Friday game, really, like having that game during the week kind of throws me off a little bit. Uh, I know. So yeah, that that was his that was his debut, and then um, against uh, uh, Puebla, that that was uh, was it the, the, no was it San Luis or was it? I, I know I'm missing. Uh, it was San Luis. It yeah, was there you go. Like, there you go. That's the game Luis. that was I was missing. Where yeah. they were they were oh, the Funes Mori hat trick. How the hell do I back? <laughs> there you go. You see. Uh, but anyways, that that one was like that that one was a blowout. I mean, there's nothing to analyze. Like Funes Mori. Really hat trick, um, yeah, you know, and Guzman, Erika, you know, either way. I mean, that one, that one was a blowout. We don't have to really like go into details of that one. See, I know I, like, it was bugging me, and I like I'm, I'm uh, I, I didn't want to look it up because I was just like the, I know, the I, only I thing was before the, the only thing worth it or or not worth it, but the, well, yes, worth to mention that game. Obviously, Funes Mori hat trick, but Aguirre. Once again, injured. Once again, it's muscular. Once again, three to four weeks. I don't out. think he's. I, I don't mean, think that kid has. I don't think. I don't think. I'm. I don't. I'm not counting on him anymore. I'm not relying on him anymore. Mm -hmm. At some point, you know, you mm -hmm. got. You just got to say, is this guy reliable? Is this guy? You yes. know, can, can I count on this guy? And right now, he's just proving to say no. You can't. And the back line right now, if Victor Guzman stays healthy. I mean, that kid, I, I, that I, I, kid. first, if I'm at right yeah. back, and Jesus Gallardo has done everything to, to say, nobody's taking this left back spot from me. Mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. like, where are you going to go in? You know, unless an mm -hmm. injury happens, I don't see him going inside that back line. Exactly. And, 
Like and 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 I know some people are gonna say, "Well, he signed with Monterrey. That's what happens." You see, why don't you go to Europe? But like, bro, he can't stay healthy. What what is how, how what is health? You know, got to do with anything? If this guy was healthy, he would be a starter right away. But he can't stay healthy, and at some point, exactly. you can't just be, you know, you know, if you're not reliable, you know, if you can't stay healthy, that means you're not reliable, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you know, and uh, it 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 it's worse for him because. As you pointed out, like he was playing because we haven't, we we didn't have a center back, or we haven't, we we haven't used Guzman yet. So we all imagined that that was going to be like the starting eleven. It was going to be Medina as a center back and him as a right back, right? But then I think it kind of worked in our favor because. Medina, yeah, Stefan's not a center back. He's not a center back. Exactly. Like, like, he can, he, exactly. You know, last 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 tournament, it was all right because he was a spot starter. Like like Stefan mm-hmm. can, can play two or three games in a row, like where it's like shit, injuries are happening. We need you to play. Like he'll play. It's not his best position, but mm-hmm. it can be serviceable. Like get us through these yes. two or three games. You know, you know, without issues with Cesar Montes, where it's like, you know. It, it, just get us through that. Once everything happens, once it will go back, you know, you go back to right back where you're, where you're better. You're, you know, you you you, you play better, and then we'll insert mm-hmm. whoever's the right center back. But the thing, and again, this is with my issue with uh, Vucetich. It's like, why are you leaving this guy who's better as a right back mm-hmm. and center back? And it's like, mm-hmm. you finally get the kid, uh, Victor Osman, get in there. God, I, 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 like I, he him. is really he is like defending wise, like. He is really, really good. Like defending wise. You know what? You know what? I don't know if it was just me or if if it was something that you can actually notice watching the game. Did you see him like, uh, like he was actually trying Which to game, excel? The San Luis or the or no, the, this Puebla. last one? Puebla one? Puebla. Like he was trying to be in his base in his best behavior because he was like. Oh, this is my debut, so I I gotta not my debut. It's the first time I'm starting, so it I'm gotta like go all the way in, and and you can see it in his face like he was really really in the game. There's a, a few plays where he reads the play before it happens, so he ended up winning the ball, even though. The the striker for Puebla had 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 the better position, but just because he's that good reading before things happened, I mean, I, I really like how he played. I mean, to be honest, I actually tweeted that out that that uh, he 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 did way better than what we were we were expecting. Um, he was he was on the top of his game, and I hope for. All heavens that he stays healthy because because we're gonna need that guy because if not we we're gonna have to use either Stefan uh, Stefan Medina as a center back or even worse he could be Sebastian Vega so we have to have that kid yeah healthy. yeah and 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 I think you know I know it's easy to joke with Moneyball um, mm-hmm. the way the team that's operating but they've really found two really good players like given Cortizo mm-hmm. like. He's all right. Like, uh, you know, he's not, you know, for, for, for something off the bench, like he gives you something. Like, I'm not saying like he's, and, and, uh, 
you have to be fair with him because he he is in a in a different in a different circumstance because he's in the attacking side of the of the team. So to excel, he has to either score goals or assist, right? So it's a little bit harder, but also he hasn't played that much. He he is given like 10 minutes, maybe 15 tops. So, I mean, for the last six months, what we've seen from Maxi Mesa, I mean, this kid is going to go on over that in, in, in a matter of six months because Maxi wasn't delivering as much as we know he is able to. But, uh, I mean, as you said, uh, we didn't expect much from these uh, signings and uh, they are starting to, to flip that uh, in, in the best way possible. Like, a lot of people that I follow that are really, really those type of guys that are not happy ever, even them were like, damn, this kid, uh, go and this kid, because, man, they, they really are playing. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully... And, you know, they, they, didn't, they didn't spend a lot of money. Like, I know initially, yeah. I think it was reported that Guzman was bought for, like, $6 million, but then, you know, there was the bond. I think it was, like, $3 million, Something like that it was, like, $3 million, uh Guzman? for Guzman. Yeah. 2.8, yeah. Yeah, it was like it wasn't the six million people were reporting. It was like no. you know, for 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 what you got that kid, you know, obviously he has European potential. Um, you know, reportedly linked to to mm-hmm. at, at one of the Turkish clubs. I don't want to say I don't know which yes. one it was. Um, yes. And then you got Govea, who pretty much comes on alone. Like he was in Romania. Uh, Seven hundred thousand. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. that's nothing for Monterrey and. <laughs> And then Cortizo was the most expensive. I think he was like four million dollars, right? If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Four, yeah. Yeah. So you pretty much spent six million play, you know, roughly, you know, between six mm-hmm. and seven million dollars um, yeah. on three players. You know, that was. And, and, and the, the the thing that it's like, this is how this is why football is so uh, unpredictable. Because I'm sorry, because you have three players that. Are, Pretty much, let's say that they they were two point two a piece, right? And uh, they are starting to give you. I mean, it's really early, but what we have seen, they are starting to give you this confidence. So you can you actually did something right when you have had in the past players for fourteen, fifteen, sixteen million dollars that are uh, they to perform either one tournament or a couple yeah. of tournaments, that's it. So I'd much rather have these guys. I think that uh, kind of speaks to, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's the, I guess you can say the scouting too, but you know, the, I mean, you saw, I, I think you probably saw the, the press conference when they introduced Victor Guzman where Tato Maria guys just running off the stats where it's like, this is why, this or this is mm-hmm. what intrigued us about this, this player. You know, yeah. this, that's where like the money ball kind of like took yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes. And it's like, I'm good with that, especially if you're trying to, like, find young talent. Like I told Pat, um, you know, Victor Guzman is the type of players, you know, especially I, I feel like Monterrey is not happy with, you know, the 18 to 22 year olds mm-hmm. that yes. are in the in the academy and Rayados, or mm-hmm. at least they're not sold on them, which is yep. why, you know, they went after Govea. So it's like. You know, I think that's what they're going to start doing, at least for the next couple of transfer windows until, you know, maybe yes. they start. And we're going to lean into this, you know, with the whole athletic club 
um, uh, situation. Oh. But uh, you know, I think keep that's... in mind. Keep in mind one thing, though, that uh, if you noticed, at least from 2019 and forward. Rayados has had at least one Mexican on a, at least in the paper, on paper that, that looks really good. Pizarro, uh, these guys, uh, a, a few more. that Because uh, they do have in mind, if, if you ever, if you ever listen to the commentary whenever you're watching a game uh, in t uh, on TV for Rayados, They all, since 2019, say the same thing. We have a lot of foreigners uh, playing. We must reduce that uh, to uh, seven or six or, or whatever the, the quantity at the end is. So they are trying, at least that's what I'm getting. And, uh, and kudos, because that's the yeah. first thing. I like that, they I like that they, what they've done is that they go after like, okay, Victor Usman has European upside. We're going to grab mm -hmm. him. You know, yeah. and it's not we're not going to break the bank. Here's three million bucks or three, you know, two mm -hmm. point, you know, just under three million bucks. Here you go, yeah. Tijuana. You know, and I think that's what they should do. If they're not told on, you know, a certain age group and mm -hmm. they can just be like or, or a certain position where it's like, you know what, forward, forward, you know, in terms of the forward Mexicans that we have in our youth system, none of them convince us that they're first team mm -hmm. players or, you know, have that that high upside that they can probably go to Europe. Let's mm -hmm. go grab one from, you know, Tijuana. San Luis, etc. You know, yes, hey, exactly. that's, I think that's that's what they're finally starting to do, and that's what we've said. We've said in the past, you know, hey, if your youth system isn't giving you players that you think are going to be first team players, you know, mm -hmm. go out and get them. Like, what's stopping you from going to, uh, you know, I mean, they've done it in the past. Like, I mean, how the hell yeah. they got Cesar Montes and Johan Vasquez? It's like it, it worked for yeah. you twice. You know, it's like mm -hmm. why don't you go back to that well? You know, and you have the money to tell to tell some of these teams. Here, here's three million dollars. Can can you say no to this? You know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, it is. He, it is like that. He, he he is like I I like Victor Guzman and and I think he's especially learning under Hector Moreno. Exactly. That kid is going to like and I don't know yes. like the the press not not the press conference but the 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 interviews that he gave when he was at the airport. Like he said all the right things. Like he's like I'm mm -hmm. ready to learn under Hector Moreno. I'm ready mm -hmm. to to just you know be a you know I'm, I'm paraphrasing you know but pretty much take everything that he knows or that has mm -hmm. been through in his career and just, you know, learn from it. And, hey, if you want to go to Europe, which yeah. I'm pretty sure he does, guy's been to Europe too, you know? Exactly. Hey, the who, guy, the who, guy, his partner, his partner, yeah. his partner yeah. that was next to him, where'd he go? So suddenly there's one to Europe, you know? So it's exactly. like, bro, learn under this guy, do your two, three years. You know, I think he has a three-year contract, you know. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you excel learning under him or, you know, being a student under him, And you, you excel, which he's right now, first two games, you know, really impressed. Mm -hmm. Sky's the limit for him. Exactly. And uh, keep in mind that uh, now that you mentioned Montes, Montes, the best Montes that we've seen the last five years or even more, because he debuted back in 2015, it was this Montes with, with Moreno. Mm -hmm. So yeah. so that's, that's pretty much to... to To add to what you just said, we you already have like a real example for for you to look at like, well, if I learn from Moreno, who knows pretty much 
the inside of, 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 of a few leagues in Europe, then my next step as Montes is going to be there. So it's going to be that. I'm sorry. So it is much more uh, of a of a of a motivation mm-hmm. to have that actually happened, and that way you can maybe because well, football is weird in that way. Maybe yeah. you end up not going, but at least you're going to learn from one of the best mm-hmm. there is to learn to go there, right? So it's it's a uh, it's it's good. It he has been. It, it, I mean, it's early in the in the tournament. And he's but, twenty years old too. Let's not forget too. Exactly. Like he's not even twenty two, twenty. Like it's not, it's someone that's just twenty years old. Like, mm-hmm. and I and, and I hope people understand that that it's like bro. There's gonna be learning lessons. Like, yeah. you know, twenty year olds are gonna. There's gonna be learning mistakes that that are gonna have to happen. Yes. And I hope that's what the hope. I hope Lucic doesn't be like bail on him just the first mistake yeah. he makes. It's like he's twenty years old. Like. To me, I'm I'm sold on the upside. I'm sold, you know. He he plays really, you know. He plays not like a 20 year old, but he's 20 years old, and you know, there's going to be some exactly. mistakes. And I just hope that they don't bail on I, him. And and they. I actually, keep... I actually see that kid being the captain in in two years, maybe. How long do you say? Like before, there's one last on the pitch thing that I want to talk about before we, hmm? we talk about after or, you know, off the stuff, but how long do you see him lasting if he hits his potential? Um, and if he continues, if, if this is how he plays for the remainder of his three-year contract, <laughs> how long if, do you see him lasting here? If he plays, uh, and there's like, already been interest in Europe. There's already been interest in Europe. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's like, uh, it's, like, it's just I, I brand new. Like, yeah. I give it a year. Cause, <laughs> cause again, again, uh, the, let's say Espanol, Right, the same team that took Montes. Montes is not gonna last much in Espanol. He's playing really good. So let's say that me as a manager from from Espanol, I say, you know what, I have to sell this guy. But look, there's another guy learning from a player that I, it was really good for me, which was Moreno. Let's let's run him, and he's younger, and it's gonna be here a little bit more of time, and we can make more money off of it. So if he continues to play as he was playing in Tijuana and as he's playing right now, I give it a year or so to 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 go. If he doesn't go in that amount of, of time, you, you know what's gonna I, boost his. You know what's gonna boost him too. Uh-huh. That's just not playing league. Like as much as people clown on that league's cup, that's gonna boost uh-huh. his his value. Yeah. Like yeah. that's gonna like boost it. Like mm-hmm. like it's the summer. No leagues are playing. What do you think? Yeah, what do you exactly. think some? What do you think some scouts are going to be doing? Oh, let's let's watch mm-hmm. what's going on in the United States. You know. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we have potentially or the possibility to play that other cup against uh, South American clubs. We'll get to United it right States. now. We're going to get to that topic because there's a mm-hmm. lot of things so, to unfold there. Yeah, yeah. So, so that too could be a, a, like a really nice window for him. I mean, it is. It's pretty much there for him to just keep that level and even go a little bit up. If he starts to make, uh, to 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 to, if he starts to make some goals, he's gonna be crazy, man. He's he's gonna be. Crazy. He's tall too. Like I forgot to mention exactly. that he's tall. <laughs> exactly. Like if... let's just say that he he ends up with two or three headers. I'm not gonna be like ten, but. Two or three goals during the season, 
and that's gonna boost confidence and that's gonna help him on on the on the only thing that you could say well he's not that right yeah. the, the, that part but if he starts to do that again learning from moreno who's really good at that maybe not in the statistics of his career maybe he doesn't have have that much goal uh, average but again there are center backs so if they give you two or three goals per tournament that's really huge yeah and and so yeah i i feel like that's the the the, the way monterey is going to be operating now under under this new regime um yes and, and no. they're just what Yes and no, but but let's go, let's go. Start <laughs> what we're gonna talk. So let's go right. No, into let's it. go. Let's go. Okay, let's go to the attacking trio. As we said, okay. Mori had a score, had a hat trick against San Luis. Um, mm-hmm. Rodrigo Aguirre recently had a, a goal against Puebla, um, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Bertrame had had a brace against uh, Cruz Azul. So in the last three weeks, all of them, you know, chipping in goals. Um, mm-hmm. where are you with this? With where are you with this trio? It's um, oh my God, it's I'm gonna say a couple of things and I'm gonna be a little bit maybe up, up, over the top and and I might get some uh some <laughs> backlash for it, but but I, I'm really liking it. Um, because neither Berterame nor Aguirre are like nines, like like really really hardcore uh, strikers. They both are known for how they play on on the wings, right? So taking that into account, I think that this is one of of those um, good decisions that Busetich has done, and uh, he found a way to have them three start and understand each other i think that this is going to keep on happening they're they're gonna score more goals they they're they're gonna have much more opportunities because they are understanding each other really good that's the thing that uh if unes mori is not there you can count that berterame or aguirre is gonna be there and again Put yourself in every other team position whenever you're going to face Bonner. How the fuck am I going to stop three of them? I mean, I could focus on Funes Mori or even Funes Mori and Bertram, but three of them? What What are they going to supposed to do? I mean, it's going to be good. And one thing that I loved from this last game against Puebla, just on the names, forget about what actually happened, but having... <laughs> Having a year out and Maximesa in, that's depth. That's that that's the, the precise way of showing that you have a team right now. You have a way to have your five substitutions to be equally or even better than what you have on the yeah. pitch, and you are able to change it up the way you want. Yeah, you had Cortizo, you get Cortizo coming in, you get Duan Vergara coming in, you get Maximas, as you said, and then Ooh, hopefully and by the end, out. hopefully, yeah, yeah, there you go. You I know. mean, I mean, it's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Monterey. It's going to be fun. 
Yeah. It's I, not I'm, so so much fun for Busetic because he has to. Uh, I'm just hoping he makes fight. the right like right like you like we started at the start of the podcast, just putting them in the right positions mm-hmm. where they're going to be their best. That's the only worry is that he doesn't put them in the right positions where he's they gonna, play their he's best. Gonna, He's gonna continue to do some crazy stuff like that because that's how he is. I I I can bet you right now that he's gonna try to find another position for Maximesta. He's gonna try to find another position for uh for uh, uh what's his name for uh for Cortizo. He's gonna try to find another. Po- so he, he's gonna try to. To switch it up a little bit, and it's all right in the sense of just don't overdo it. Yeah. And if a guy is is uh, giving you a result, I mean, just to be exact, if the three guys that you already have in in the attacking part of the of your team, meaning those three guys, if they're healthy, there's no reason whatsoever to change them. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, thing yeah. is that Funes, that, I mean Funes, Marie, that that was a teach. I can I can sense it already. On March 18, when we face Tigres, he's gonna be like, uh, you know what? Let's have this guy out and let's put. He's gonna start doing some weird shit. That's the only worry that I have up until now. Same, same, same. Um, so let's go off the pitch now. Um, we can start with the uh, obviously take it with a grain of salt because considering the source, but I don't know if you can confirm that. Um, this news, uh, Willy Gonzalez, I think it was it like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. kind of threw out there that Monterrey is going to start like bringing in people from athletic club. I know some people were like, well, you know, they can't, you know, because of athletics transfer policy, you know, like they can only get mm-hmm. players from where they're from or wherever. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they can't really. Well, that's not the whole point. It's the point of, hey, we're going to get some people that know how to fucking develop players. Yes. And, you know, find, you know, they can find gems just by searching in this region or in this part of the, mm-hmm. where they're from. You know, mm-hmm. that's now let's bring in here. They're going to bring in. They're going to teach the, 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 the people we're going to put in charge of our youth systems, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, how to train, how to eat, everything from, I'm pretty sure it's going to be from top to bottom, everything exactly. of development. It's not, you know. So what do you make of that? What do you make of Monterrey finally doing something like this that people, well, at least, you know, we've said, like, why don't you grab some, make, you know, form relationships and, you know, use, use the money you have, use the 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 influence the power that you have to 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 really start putting together a youth system that you know as much as you know that that, that can produce talent just mm-hmm. like that like you know the between Tecatito Corona and Cesar Montes you know you had Charlie Rodriguez and Jonathan Gonzalez I would say those four in the last maybe ten years last decade have been yeah. like the top you know pros you know not prospects but like mm-hmm. youth talents that come out of the system well how about let's yeah. Duplicate that. Let's not make it for play like really good players that have European or had European. Some of them had European potential. Um, you mm-hmm. know, let's 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 double or triple that because they can do it. Like we said, they have everything to do it. So let's so they okay. why not do that? And now they're doing it. And so what would you make of that uh, news? First, if you take into consideration Cesar Montes, you might as well add Johan Vasquez because he was pretty much formed here. Uh, but yeah. 
Uh, the thing is this, that uh, I saw a lot of people, at least on Twitter, that uh, they were saying, well, why is Classic Club? Why not Real Madrid? I mean, hold your horses, bro. I mean, as usual, people from Monterey are trying to... They like, made it sound like Athletic Club. Like, so I, I remember seeing somebody compare Athletic Club to like Puebla. And I'm like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That team, well, Athletic is, Club has never been relegated, if I'm not mistaken. Like, they've never been relegated. So it's never. like... Pretty and, uh, sure. It, it, what 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 it is true, which is something that we all know, is that Athletic Club only uses players from uh, Spain, from their region. Yeah, just from the, uh, not even Spain, not, like, not even Spain. No, like no, you're yeah, born exactly. in Mar Madrid or Barcelona. Like we can't. Mm -hmm. you, like you got to be born in the Basque. I think it's a film exactly. like in the Basque, the Basque yes, area, yes. or mm -hmm. formed in the Basque area because they, you know. They, they got some other players like Iñaki Williams, who was, like, not born in the Bosque area, but he was raised there. So it's like, you know, they make an exception exactly. to that stuff. You, you have to be, like, from there. But the thing is that we're looking at this upside down, right? The Monterey is not trying to send players to be playing in a flooded club. What we're trying to do is develop players. That's it, right? So what I was telling, I think it was Alex, Because uh, he was like that, he was not, but they they don't even have really much uh, or, or that much of players going outside of their club. I was like, bro, but let's look at it this way. Uh, let's say that it doesn't work. In, in two years, no results. Well, you already have the in to that uh, type of negotiations. So you're going to grab another club. And, and you're going to continue to do that until it works. And the great part of it, and I'm going to do a little pause here and tell you this. Haven't I told you that a lot of people from the club listen to this podcast? Well, that's your proof. Uh, we have discussed this in the past, in the recent past, where we have said The Monterey has to expand. In in order to grow, you have to expand. You have to think outside the box. And uh, we we have even given them ideas, like ideas that you just have to mold to for them to be good ideas and and, and doable ideas, yes. right? Yes. But the thing is that that uh, they actually the the only thing that I want to point out, well, not the only, but the most important thing that I want to point out here is that uh, not even, they they just, they, they stop just listening and actually doing things, mm -hmm. right? And this comes with the change of, of command. Obviously, uh, they are approaching all, all situations differently which i think is good only time is gonna is gonna tell us if it's if it was good or not because whether we like it or not with gonzalez ornelas we want all almost 95 of of the titles that we have so whether he was good or not the statistics are there yeah <laughs> I, so, I think the, the the only for me the issue was is like they could have won a lot more. That that's yeah, the, the, the 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 issue. Like it's not like, it's not like mm -hmm. oh I'm gonna devalue everything that he did. My mm -hmm. issue is that that they could have done a lot in more the way, to win. 
also the way he handled uh, particularly the relationship between the club and, and the fans. Mm -hmm. That was, it is so, so, so improvable. I don't know, I don't know if that's a word. You can improve that a lot, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're going from pretty much scratch. I mean, uh, so the, the, just uh, <laughs> taking that into consideration, right? They, they, they do listen and they do are paying, they, they are paying attention. Yeah. So and you're so, welcome. So, you're the welcome next, so, the, so the next thing I'm going to, so, so the next, and it's pretty much, it, 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 it connects with what they're doing with the Athletic Cup. Uh, mm -hmm. But as you said, or as you like to call him, Comandante Filesola. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Connections to Brazil now. Finally, going to open up the Brazil Brazilian market. Yeah, and, I have an update about that. So okay, let's well, let's let, let, let me introduce the topic first, and then I'll let mm -hmm. you roll. So, mm -hmm. as we said, the the best players in South America are, are Brazilian, Argentinian, yeah. uh, Uruguayo, Colombian, whatever. But mm -hmm. like the top two are Brazilian and Argentinian. Monterrey has mm -hmm. gone through the Argentinian market for the last decade a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But hardly, you know, I would say in the 2010s, I mean, he had like, like Alex Hernandez in the, in the 2000s or the early 2000s, but like quality Brazilian players they haven't had in a while. And you said the team is going to start, you know, beginning to try to open up that market, which is really, really good because I feel like the Brazilian market to get a Brazilian player, you got to have connections because if I'm a Brazilian player, not, not only am I moving to a place where I don't speak the language, I gotta know, okay. Well, who? Well, you know, how's this club? Because it's, I mean, they can, like you said, if they're not good enough for Europe, they can go to Brazil. And Brazil, for me, Brazil is the top league in Latin America. Like that's, mm -hmm. like, it's even better than some European leagues. I would say, like, the yes. Brazilian league is better. I mean, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's not. I, I mean, you, you look at some of the names they're able to get, you know, and and you know, they can go to toe to. Some of them can go toe to toe with, you know, I mean, we sent in in the past, like, you know. In, at the Club World Cup, you know, they'll go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the, the, the Champions League winner. So it's not like, mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, to, to for me, I feel like to get a quality Brazilian player, you got to have connections, you got to know people, and you got to say, you know, you got to have people vouch for you, you mm -hmm. know, and say, okay, yeah, this club's going to treat you right, you're going to do good here, no worry about it. Because if, I feel like, I feel like that's what Mexican clubs haven't done. It's just like, they've kind of completely, like, in terms of like the getting quality like top brazilian talent like we used to see in the past you know mm -hmm. it's not i feel like it's more like okay you got to have connections you got to have people vouch for you to say yeah you come you can go there you're going to succeed because you know like i said if i'm a good brazilian player if i'm not good enough for europe i can go back to brazil pay for one of the top clubs make equal as money as i would do in mexico like to mm -hmm. me they can't they can't do it yes. with other south american leagues they can't just say here's money come over here no you got to have, to me, you got to have connections. You got to have people vouch for you and say, nah, you can go there. It's really good, top class, whatever. You know. And, and you we're, have we're, to, we're, you, Go ahead, you go have, ahead, take the topic. Go ahead, run uh, with it. So, I just wanted to put it on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just quick before I forget, you have to also uh, find a way to to let them know that uh, that it's not just the money is just it's, it's, it's something else right uh if if you come to monterey you're gonna be um quality of life wise you're gonna be basically as any club in in, in mid, mid club in europe or at least any club from the mls 
when when you're when you're talking about your family, your your kids, this and that, right? Because San Pedro or, or La Carretera Nacional is is just is is top notch. Uh, but what happened? What happened was this, and this is something that nobody else tweeted because nobody else has that information. This is just something that I know the inside out of the whole situation. As a matter of fact, this week is really important for that to to either be on hold for six more, more months or to start happening right now. So the idea here is not to to just go to Brazil and, and uh, sign the Pedro Abreu or sign the whatever the name of. The idea, which is why I'm so excited, is to create a relationship with a specific area from Brazil where they are developing young players. Because the goal here is not to grab the player who has made it, as you said, or is not able to go to Europe. No. The idea here is to grab a couple or a handful of Brazilian kids, 13, 15, 16, that are not being considered because, let's call it spade a spade, because of the money situation, they are not being considered to go to Europe, to go to a, a, a big club in Brazil to come here, right? That's a lot more easy and uh, keep in mind that we're talking about developing that um quick pro quo right we're gonna have kids from there come here and and finish their 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 development here mm -hmm. that's how you connect athletic club relationship with this because you have to have a new European way of thinking yeah. in order to develop. But I, feel, I feel like, too, like if, if you start having relationships with uh -huh. like not just clubs, but ages and people in that air, you know, in that country, mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. like you can be able to like be able to convince players to say, hey, mm -hmm. you can come here. You know, I feel like it's it's. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's... yeah. Go yes, ahead. But 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 the thing is that that's why I'm trying to be perfectly clear. The main goal like the the let's call the 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 short term goal it's not to grab the players that are already uh in the market that are already uh succeeded the main goal here is to develop the relationships to grab young players first and then on the midterm uh uh on on the midterm you're gonna start having players look this way why because it's much easier to go to go to a player and say you know what uh i don't know whoever the name is uh Pedrinho. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh how do you feel about going to monterey i don't know monterey i don't know where that is all right so this is monterey we have this uh all of this structure uh developed we have an european club uh giving us uh the 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 
helping us out to develop the young players. Now we have all of these players that were in your club, actually. They were not able to do it. They were not able to do it money-wise to go to Europe at the rugby club. But why don't you come here and you show them that it is possible? So it's a, another way of looking at the negotiations, mm -hmm. which I think is really good. Because yeah. you start to play, you start to touch on, 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 on the player's human side yeah. instead of the business side. So, yeah. so for that, just to, to, to round it up, this week is really important for that to, to either happen already or to be on hold for six months. Yeah, it's that's, not that's that gonna it's be... not going to happen. It's just that it could be because the last word that I have With with the guys that are going to all the process, is that uh that uh Filisola asked for a a, a meeting because the guys who were presented the whole project were were under Filisola, but their decision, uh, or not the decision, but the the yeah the decision was that they they have no listen to this, have no money to invest in that particular uh, project at the moment, which mm -hmm. is laughable, if <laughs> you ask me. Because yeah. if, if money has something, it's money. Yeah. Right? So, so, don't, so it was better if they, were, they would just be like, you know what, it's not up to us, right? We're not able to let you know if it's going to happen or not. Let's just call the big guy and uh, have him in and listen to you. And and then we go from there. No, they, they went ahead and say that, that uh, they, they might have no money for that. I mean, I don't want to get mad or nothing, but but it, I mean, like, fuck you, bro. I mean, <laughs> who are you trying to keep here? So that's why mm, I took the liberty to to... To how you, how I don't know how to say like intrometerse, like uh, intervene. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, pull a, a little string here and a little string there. So now Filisola is going to talk to them. Uh, and uh, as I see it, as I saw like the actual uh, presentation and 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 the, how they are. Going about it, I don't see any other decision that to either hold it up six months, which I'm fine with, because right now you are actually on a tournament. You have to focus on that, right? But I don't see how Monterey can pass this opportunity, because it is an opportunity. So, yeah, it's a market that. Uh, and to be clear, it's not the players; is the, the actual the actual. Uh, managers that uh if if we well it's not if we all know that that uh most south american players except from brazil are run by the same group of people which is two guys basically that are there are the ones who say you know what grab this argentinian guy grab this uh from Uruguay, grab this uh from chile name the country except brazil because brazil has no money problems 
mm-hmm. they'll have a lot of people messing with one like, player. What is it? Real Madrid bought the bought Endrick for, and he's fifteen years old for like almost a hundred million dollars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he does this getting a hundred million dollars for a fifteen-year-old. Like he's not even Leo age. <laughs> and 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 that's the thing that uh, if you if you look at it, um, Brazil is is not gonna have like you're not gonna surprise brazilians by putting 20 million on the table mm-hmm. it's just another day for them. right i think so, uh uh one of the players got i think it was andre santos or something like that he got sold to chelsea but he got sold from vasco de gama vasco de gama plays in Serie Bay, if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm, like they're still yeah. in second division <laughs> they got 18 yep. million for a fucking teenager mm-hmm. it's just what it is and and uh that's that's the point that i was making to them to, to the people in, in the club that are, bro, it's as simple as this. You want to be a top club? You like what you hear on our podcast or right now, it's 90 podcast. You like what you hear? The only way to, to, to achieve that is to start thinking and acting like a, like a club, like a top club, right? So look, just name two examples. And we can go back at least five years and you can find at least 150 players that have gone from Brazil to Europe, whether it is to minor leagues or the big leagues, when they are 16, 17, 18 tops. So you, if you go to Brazil and try to snatch a kid from 16, you're too late, bro. You got to have him here at 12, 13, 14. You gotta, you gotta start thinking like that. Not all of them are gonna go to Europe. No, not mm-hmm. all of them. So those are not going I to think Europe. Just getting into that market is is huge. Because I, I feel like a lot of Mex, I, I would say Mexican football has kind of like kind of like fallen by the wayside and like kind of forgotten about Brazil. It's like, well, we can't bring them here by money, mm-hmm. right? You know, exactly. so it's like, what can we do? Well, you can form relationships. You can, you can, you know. Get to know people. Get to know agents there. Get to know clubs. Get to know people yes. who are important. Who who who? I'm pretty sure in Brazil there's like quality agents that kind of run like have the top players there. So it's like, you know, get to know the market. That's I think that's the most important part is they need to get into the market first, and then they can go through go through whatever options they have that come look, to look them. At it, look at it like this: Cimarrones, who who you you bought. Montes, Johan Vasquez, and Edson Gutierrez from them, right? Cimarrones are located in Los Mochis, Sinaloa, uh, which is uh, on the uh, west, kind of west-south part of Mexico, right? Don't you think they, they must have had at least another offer for them from players from the from the big league, from the Primera División, the thing is that you already have a relationship. So that's why whenever a kid from there is excelling, the first team they're going to call is Monterey because you have the relationship. Well, that's pretty much what you want to do, but just expand it further your, your own country borders, right? And start to use the money that you have on a wisely manner. Try to take advantage 
of what it is that you have. Because again, let's look a little bit into the future. Let's say that you bring this kid called Juanino, right? This Brazilian kid, 12 years old. Uh, let's. I'm not even gonna say like a striker. Let's let's say that he's a central back. He's already um, 180 meters, which I think is like six feet. Uh, so you, you already have him here. And if you have him at that age, whenever he goes to the first team, which is going to be around 18 years old, he's not even going to count as a, as a foreigner, <laughs> right? Because it's not about foreigners or Mexicans. It's about who was formed here in Mexico. So you can have 11 players from any country that you like or a lot of countries play in your team with the level above the average because you can take advantage of how the rules are set. Because what they are trying to do is fuck you. Why? Because you have a lot of foreigners. All right, so let's, you know what? I don't like Monterey and Tigres uh, uh, to having so much success. So let's, let's cut to the chase. They have a lot of players that are not being formed in, in Mexico. So instead of 10, now it's going to be five. So what's going to happen? Two things is going to happen. One, you're going to develop those relationships where those kids that are foreigners are not actually going to count as foreigners. They're going to be formed here. And second thing is that those five players that you're going to have to buy from elsewhere are going to be all top-level players. So what it is is going to happen instead of the Liga MX hurting our project, what it is is going to make it better because now you're not able to, to spend much more a lot of money on a player that you don't know if it's going to give you results or not. You're just going to bring whoever you know for a fact that is going to be top. So I welcome the idea of everybody from from Mexico City and, and Guadalajara who are burning from their asses. I love the idea that they say they are saying, let's make it fair. Let's, let's have less foreign players. All right. Let's do that. But what they are not seeing is we are only going to have Funes Moris. As <laughs> we, are, we are only going to have, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, so you want to play like that? Let's go. I mean, again, the thing that we didn't have in the 90s, we have a lot right now, which is money. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think and that's what, I mean, if you're, if you're a fan football professional, you got to have money to. To, mm-hmm. to 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 play, you know, to 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 challenge yeah. for trophies and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I just I just hope I'm just glad that they're gonna finally. I, I, like I said, I, not a lot of teams are trying to crack into the Brazilian. I think some teams will get some Brazilian players, but they'll be like from you know the second division. You know, it's not yeah. top quality Brazilian players. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. just hoping they start forming relationships and they start getting some young talent, or you know, you know, get some. Don't don't miss out on the you know the players that maybe like Gabigol who kind of didn't you know had a mm-hmm. trouble in Europe, and you know just by having a connection with an agent as his agent or just you know again that's how you do stuff in in the business world. Hey, mm-hmm. 
what's what's so and so's agent? Oh, it's this guy who lives in, you know, Sao Paulo or, or Rio. You know, hey, how mm-hmm. you know? Do you do you need his number? Do you need to hook it up? You know, stuff like that. That's how shit works. Yeah. You know, so I'm hoping that, you know, this opens up a lot of uh, other opportunities. And like I said, like we said, Monterrey has the finances to do all this shit, and I'm finally glad they're starting to do all this shit. Um, uh, the last thing, uh, Bowl. Uh, there's gonna be Copa America. Like you said mm-hmm. earlier, there's going to be a tournament. It's going to be like a Final Four, you know, uh, style. Not a lot of details mm-hmm. on that, but, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to go on. Um, what did you make of this? Um, you know, we've I been, think... W- w- yeah, what did you make of this? What did you make of, of this? Because uh, obviously, to me, initially, this speaks to, like, I need something, you need something. Congocraft needs needs competition. Comable, we need the money. Let's help each other out. You know, that's pretty much it. Like, you know, like like we said, Brazil aside, all the other all the other leagues need money. They can never say, mm-hmm. or, or the other you know countries, federations or whatever, they need money. You know, they can never say no. You know, like only Brazil yeah. can say, well, no, I'm good. I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. But like, you know, the rest they do need money. So what did you make of of this uh, of this formation that's going to affect Monterrey at the club level, and obviously Mexico at the at the national level. First, I, I I really love Mexico going back to Copa America. We have been really close to winning it twice. Uh, I think the, the one that we got closer was on 93, I think, against Argentina. But but it was Argentina with Batistuta there, so we, <laughs> there was no way we, we were going to win that. But... Uh, the second time, I think it was uh, in Colombia. Again, the final, it was against Colombia, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but So we have shown that, that uh, on national level, we're able to compete with most of them. Uh, 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 if you look at the numbers, you're going to find that uh, aside of Brazil and Argentina, all the rest of them, we have much more wins than than, than draws and, and losses. So it is good for as far as the competition goes, it is good. The thing about the the club tournament, as you said, about the Brazilian clubs not needing that money, the only thing that it could be uh like the other the exact opposite, it would be this that for Argentina Clubs are not gonna give a fuck about the tournament. Like they're gonna send the the young players. They're not gonna care if they win or lose because it's gonna be a new tournament. So it has no history. So knowing them, there's not much gonna happen. But Brazil. My only thing is if they, if they play that stuff in the United States, people mm-hmm. are gonna like they. You know, obviously they're gonna get it. I would think they would get a portion of like any attendance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, you know, of course. I'm guessing people are going to be like, well, I don't want to see, the, oh, I don't know, maybe, you know, I don't want to see the young players, I want to see this player, you know, so it's like, it'll, I think it'll, it, it would depend on how tickets are going, if, if tickets are not selling at the maybe. rate maybe they like, maybe. It, I think it would all depend, you know, it maybe. all depends on, on all that stuff. I'm, but I'm be- just saying, I'm, I'm just saying because I know, I, I, I pretty much, pretty much know how they think about it, because I have friends, like, really close friends that are from Argentina and they have told me this. River play fans, Boca Junior fans, they they've been clear. Like if 
if we go to that tournament, it's going to be all about the money. Fuck whatever else you're trying to do. Like, because I, I said, finally, if you take River Plate or, or Boca Juniors out of Argentina against the Mexican club, <laughs> it's going to be really fun to watch because they, they, they play shit. That's what it is. The last in a non friendly, too. In a non friendly. Because nobody exactly. gives a fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, exactly. On, on our official tournament, it's going to be really fun for us. But the thing is that, that we're on that mindset that uh, we want to we want to win whatever it is, right? But they really not. They, they are like, we have Copa Libertadores. We have I think, too, I think too, what, what, might, what might happen is if they put prize money. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if, if they, if they, if they say, here, winner gets eight million bucks or something mm -hmm. like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Then I think that will change their mind. I mean, obviously the Brazilian teams they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can say, oh, you know what, I, you know, wait, I could use the extra. You know, it all depends on what they want to do. But I, the I rest of the teams. Stop you right there. I'm gonna stop you right there because you mentioned exactly what I was going to. And I have talked to to a couple of guys from from Brazil. Uh, one Corinthians fan, one so so Paulo fan, and one from I think it's Flamengo fan. If I'm mistaken. Last the last one. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> But the thing is that they are all about the competition. Yeah. They, oh yeah, yeah. They they do wanna come here and they do wanna like just sweep everybody, like fuck everybody. Brazil is the shit because we don't care about the money. We just care about winning. Bragging rights. They want top. They Brazilians It's, fans are like weird. They want the competition. They don't want like even like yeah. you read the Copa Libertadores. Uh, like you go if you search that shit. Like sometimes they'll be like. Mm -hmm. We want, you know, they want MLS clubs. They want Mexican mm -hmm. clubs because they don't want to, like, just beat up on, our, you know, the rest of South America. Like, exactly. we actually want, you know, we want this to be a competition. Or we'll just make it harder for us to win. You know, don't, Except, you know. That's it. That's it. They, they pretty much are all about the competition, which I love. So that's the thing, that, that the Brazilians wouldn't come for money, but they will come to win. And Argentinians... And, and well, the rest of South America. Yeah, the rest of South America. Would come for money, but but for the competition. So for me, it's all right either way, because at some point, it's like if this continues to go on, let's say that you win, let's say that, that a Mexican club wins the tournament against an Argentinian club. Let's call whoever, a racing club, I don't give a whoever, right? There, you're going to stain. <laughs> their pride so yeah you can actually spark like, something there right yeah yeah i think that's what's gonna happen i mean like i said like i said like you said some the, the clubs that are going there for money i don't it, as long as i think because i think the league's cup if i'm not mistaken the league's cup winner is gonna get a lot more money than mm -hmm. what they would get by playing yes. like the conca champions right if yes. i'm not mistaken a lot. Yeah, the least yes. cup, the least cup winner is going to get more money than what they would get for playing in mm -hmm. the league's cup or the no, no, mm -hmm. the the Conca champions, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so At I least, think I think I think it's three times what yeah. what you get from from the Conca Cup because Conca Cup is like I think eight six seven like it's some it's some sort of like ridiculous it's like three four, four million because like I know the Puma boys like eighteen twenty million something <laughs> like that. Yes, yes. And so like yeah, it's pretty much going to be that. I think I think the way for will set, like like we said it will get some of these teams who are not playing for competition like the Brazilian teams will be like mm -hmm. hey you know winner gets 
10 million. And I don't know how many clubs in Europe, or not clubs in Europe, how many clubs in South America can say no to $10 million. No, and say not no. a lot. <laughs> you know, and say no, you know Argentina? what? Yeah. Oh, hell no. No. They, have so to, I, I, they have to compete. But again, uh, to be to be precise with, with what I was saying, it, this is me talking to my friends. I mean, I'm not, obviously I don't have the, the, the full size because I don't know everybody from Argentina. But what it is that I talk to friends who are, at least uh, club uh, uh, associates, mm-hmm. right? Because in Argentina, exactly, it's, it's different. So That's at like least I talk, exactly. So I talked to one of uh, of the two biggest and one from Racing, which is a club that I love. Uh, so they they were on the same on the same. Uh, way of looking at it. I mean, we we're going to go just to get some money. We don't care about winning it. But again, it's like, it's, it's exactly what I thought that Conca Champions was going to be at some point. Right now, still like for a lot of clubs, it's just like, eh. But for us, for Monterey, who, who has won it five times, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> Already have five titles. So, in the long run, let's say 20 years from now, when Monterey has, I don't know, 10 titles and all the other Mexican club, clubs have six, seven, two, three, I don't know, it's going to be like a competition to get to what Monterey has done, which is pretty much what happened with Champions League. Why it was so much uh, effort to win? Because Madrid won it. Six times before the 60s. So it was more so of a, of a fuck you Madrid attitude than, than the actual tournament. So that's pretty much what's happening here. And that's pretty much how you start a spark on I- any tournament. Have, have some club to win it two, three times or some league to win it so they can brag about it. And especially Mexican fans, we have seen, at least on social me- media, what we're capable of. I mean, against Argentina, it was a no. I was, I was saying, I'm, have was no Argentinian beautiful. clubs win it. Have no Argentinian clubs win it for like the first two or three editions <laughs> of how long they do it. How long mm-hmm. of them are gonna be like? Okay, we can't take because you know Europe used to have all these like you know weird cups. Like if you go back to like the like the 60s 70s 80s oh, yes. 90s they had yeah, like yeah. they had like four or five different competitions yes. and now i think they're starting to get back to it like uh conference league you know okay it's like we're not gonna just do europa league anymore we're gonna do conference league you know mm-hmm. so it's like okay hey, why not in why, can't, America, why can't that, South, why can't why can't they South do America. that you know for for exactly. like that be your conference league in south america you you, you used to have like South American, uh, well, La Sudamericana, Libertadores, Recopa, La Copa de la Copa, La Toyota, La Copa. I mean, you have like at least five, six tournaments, really weird, the mo- most of them. Because when you were playing Botafogo against uh, Peñarol, and they didn't even qualify to the Libertadores. So it was weird, but it was on the sense of creating this rivalry i don't know if i said it right rivalry <laughs> but that's that's the point to have a few tournaments 
because right now, let's call a spade a spade. At one point, we're gonna have to merge MLS with Liga MX. At one point, we're gonna have to do that. Mm-hmm. Why? Because Mexico, uh, money wise, is not making the money that is gonna have football to be uh, profitable, right? So you're gonna have to look to the United States, and United States has no competition whatsoever, right? So we can help each other out, and for Monterey, it's a win-win situation because we I already like, have. I feel like they're gonna have to eventually. I know people say it out of thin air, but they're gonna have to eventually unite. You know, comment. Well, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say unite, but like in terms of like national team competitions, like international, like Comebol and, and Concacaf are gonna have uh, yeah. to. Do yes. it because, I mean, how many like Ecuador it had to be, bail out? Had to bail out because they just didn't have the, the the they couldn't they didn't have the the infrastructure, and I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. the government didn't want to like invest money into soccer stadiums or mm-hmm. invest you know like they don't you know they prioritize other reasons like how many the only countries you could probably say is Brazil like Brazil can say we can yes. host you and because and you're playing in like world class stadiums you know because we just mm-hmm. recently hosted a World Cup you see. How it takes like three was is it three three uh, countries that are going to bid for uh, the 2030 World Cup? I think it's Uruguay, yes, Argentina, and Chile. So yes. it's like you take it's taking three countries to put in a World Cup bid for South America, and it's like it only took Brazil. It, it only took Brazil like for, yeah. for like last time. So it's mm-hmm. like I think eventually, as much as Comet Ball might fight it, it's like bro, you need the money. I mean, you're not going to go to Europe because it's not, you know, you're not going to crawl across the Atlantic Ocean. It's <laughs> like, bro, you can, like, just play the, play the, play the and, stuff and here in the United even, States. You can even, even, even make it more easy because you don't have to have all CONCACAF and all Commonwealth. You can have, like, your, your actual tournaments could be the qualifier for another tournament that <laughs> only have, I don't know, 10 teams. 10 national teams, the best five from here, the best five from there, or whatever you want to put it, and just have all go against each other, let's say... I mean, United I think States, that's what they're going to do. I think Conference Mexico. League, the, not Conference League, but the, the Nations League or whatever is going to serve yeah. as a qualifier for for the Copa America. So it's like Mexico's right. not even guaranteed. Like, they got to win the the, 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 the Nations League or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or qualify through the Nations League. Uh, right. to get through so it's like that's a step that's good you know that's good because you're gonna have the best of them and you're for instance if you're brazil you, you don't give a fuck about going to martinica or to to el salvador i mean this again let's be honest if you're brazil the only teams you want to play is united states and mexico that's it that's and canada now canada is actually kind of like Oh yeah, 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 Canada, Canada too. But but again, and for Mexico, it's the same thing. I don't want to have to go play Venezuela. I don't give a fuck about them. Uh, maybe Chile, maybe. But mm, if it is you know, a tournament, it's, it's, again, always, Brazil, it's, all, it's, 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 it's you know, it's Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Colombia. Because I mean, you saw Colombia kick their ass <laughs> last yeah. year. Yeah, and I think the only you know the Peru like. I, the only thing you would get out of playing like Bolivia is just testing huh. yourself in that like environment at the altitude that, yeah, that they but, play. But like just put yourself in a different situation to see how you but respond. It, have to be, it would have to be there. Yeah. If it is on a, on a, on a, 
on a location that has nothing to do with you or them, mm -hmm. this is going to be a cakewalk. I yeah. mean, it, it is what it is. Well, anyways, it, 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 in two years, well, not even two years, in another year, you're going to see a lot of people, Mexicans and Argentinians, go at it uh, again. So uh, that's going to be fun. That's <laughs> lovely. I, I, I mean, I have been on Twitter since 2009 with with my current account 2012 uh and i have never for anything seen all teams unite against one particular quote-unquote enemy uh and it was it was beautiful it was beautiful because it was again twitter didn't ban anybody Like they they understood or they don't or they, well, they don't, so they don't. Yeah, exactly because <laughs> it was a block but I mean because even because like you said was. like Mexican Spanish is different than Argentinian Spanish yeah. so, so like because I like you 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 put that in Google Translate it's gonna sound mm -hmm. weird so they're gonna understand it's just to give you to give you a quick example for everybody who's listening that really don't know Spanish all the different Spanish that there is. For instance, if a Mexican calls somebody a pendejo, it means one thing, like you're an asshole, you're whatever, right? But if an Argentinian calls you a pendejo, it means that you're junk, right? So that's the same word, <laughs> used in a completely different way, which I love. I mean, the, 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 the fun part of it is that uh, you have to know what it is that is being yeah, said for, it, for I remember, you know, off topic, but it's like when I first got introduced to Voss, like, I was like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is that? What, what the fuck? What order is that? Like, who the fuck? You mean, tu, usted, tu? I don't, like, what the fuck are you talking about, Voss? Like, yeah, yeah, it is. What it, I, I remember a little bit of topic too, but on the same path, uh, the, it was 2013 that a couple of, uh, Argentinians were on a, on a on a party, right? And, and this and that, whatever. So we were talking, and and they they taught me this like hood 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 slang from Argentina. So whenever I spoke to an Argentinian, I was like doing that. <laughs> they were like, "Wait, what? Have you ever come to Argentina? No, bro." <laughs> So then how the fuck you know that? <laughs> it is what it is, because even though it's the same language, it's just really different the, the way they, they speak, the way we speak, the way yeah, we use Yeah, I can't like, the... understand them. Like, I can't. There's some, some like, Argentinians that I cannot understand what the fuck they're saying. Like, and it's Spanish. Yeah. That's like, I do not understand what you're saying. <laughs> But uh, that, that's going to be fun. And it's going to be fun when, when the clubs go at it, too, because mm -hmm. I, I think... Except for Tigres, I think every per person is like, oh, okay, we want Mexico to do well, you know. But I think mm -hmm. I think Tigres is like, uh, well, we can leave it or take it there. <laughs> I think. No, but for instance, I love in, on Twitter. I have been in the past uh, going back and forth with, especially River Plate fans, which is funny because that's my team from Argentina. If I if I were to choose a team from Argentina, like a big club, it's River, of course. I'm more of a fan of wrestling club, but that's not a big, uh, quote unquote, big club. But uh, I have been back and forth. And the funny part is that the guys here in Mexico, they're 
River Plate fans are the one are the ones feeding me like all all the insults to them. Like <laughs> it's really fun. So it is what it is. I mean, it's going to be fun if it happens or when it happens. It's going to be fun and um, just I just hope that that helps. That helps or or it's a reason uh, for the club for Monterey to to expand their vision and say, you know what, we're facing uh, these uh, clubs from from Argentina, from Brazil, potentially. And uh, also we're we're hosting the World Cup until 2026, 20, I'm sorry. So we must have fans all around the world to at least know a little bit of what it is that we do. And uh, another thing that the the that we actually said and it's gonna happen is that and all of, all of this will be led by Piojo Herrera. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, bro. Hell no. Uh, <laughs> I think, oh, oh hell no. Okay, no, that's but, another wait, topic. Wait, wait. That's another topic. That's another. Yes, topic. We I don't know. have enough time to deal with that, that nonsense. But it's funny that Monterrey has no say in what goes on with the national team. But that's just hilarious to me. Uh, that, um, that, yeah, that's, that's another part, topic. That's a, that's pretty much it's simple. Why Monterrey isn't in the isn't making those Cholos decisions? In the <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just what it is because remember that Ornelas teamed up with. Uh, with uh, Martinez from Pachuca back when they were negotiating the rights for the Mexican national team uh, television rights. So they were getting more and people got mad at them because they were getting more money. So they kicked them out and there was a lot of backlash. So Monterey is not going to be near those type of decisions on at least on the upcoming future, which is okay because we as Monterey fans, we don't give a fuck about the national team. I feel like At it's more, for, and, and I kind of feel, and I feel it this way too. It's more like, okay, we want to see like our own players succeed. Like mm-hmm. if, if it yeah. comes at the cost, you know, if, if if the national if the national if the national team wins, it's fine, I guess. But if it's like, okay, Cesar Montes is, I think he's going to be the captain of this team. Yeah, of course. Next year, like he's going to be, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's unless, the team. unless they. Keep, which is Somebody gonna happen. Clear, yeah, gonna yeah Guillermo Ochoa. I, I bet you whatever you want that Guillermo Ochoa is gonna be the goalkeeper I, here. I mean, of course. I mean, who owns the who owns? The, <laughs> I mean, who owns who, who's, who owns the TV right there? It's just fucking hilarious to think that a forty-one-year-old guy is gonna. I mean, damn. But well, it is what it is. But. Again, just to, to kind of close this up, uh, I, I, I am glad that they are looking at I I remember what, what it is that I was going to tell you. That, You're happy to face that, South America that, again because it's fun. To, no, no, to... Wait, 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 wait. Before I forget, uh, it's just this. Remember that we said in a few podcasts that it's easy to start an account in, for Reyes in English, yeah. but somehow they have not done that well now it's gonna happen so it's just i I don't want to be like too egotistic about it but i kind of do as well because the idea is i always always have this in the back of my mind i love this club right i love royals i i would not literally but figuratively i would give my life for them 
So whenever we, at least in this podcast, whenever we criticize anything, we always make sure to give a solution for mm -hmm. that problem. It's not yeah, it's just easy, it's easy to criticize, you know, but it's another thing to like, okay, what what's how do you solve the issue? Exactly. So that's why in, in this I, I have been told from from people inside of the club. That's why we have fans actually in there that are <laughs> really like every fucking episode. <laughs> they're, 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 uh, they are there, right? So it's good. I mean it's not bragging, it's just what it is. And I'm not saying that we are in the back of everything, just they are copying. No, they are just uh, they are just considering the fact that we are fans and we are actually uh, proposing something. It's not just criticizing for the love of critics, of, of, of the actual critic it, criticism. It's just that we see a problem and with uh with maybe not that much of expertise but we kind of have solutions that are there <laughs> so might as well take one and see if it works and if it doesn't well just fuck it and if it does all right let's keep on listening to these guys and and it is what it is i i wanted to point that out because uh i know what, but it is what it is uh so let's let's wrap this up here uh group us where can people listen to you or where can people find you um on social media all right so uh only on twitter because i closed everything else because it wasn't my top my cup of tea but uh at rumpus is back we're 21.2k if i'm not mistaken and uh last week it was nearly 200 something followers maybe because i've been fucking with the uh, infumables a lot more but uh, uh thanks to everybody who listens thanks to everybody who shares who comments uh we really appreciate it and uh that's pretty much it uh all right uh we're planning an hour this one an hour and a half so this should last <laughs> everybody you know to to two weeks three weeks or a month um because i mean other than that it's just the match itself um mm -hmm. you know we'll probably do a podcast in march um when the classic water hill comes along or unless you know something else major major happens but mm -hmm. I, I don't see anything especially if the team keeps you playing will. the way it is so um yeah uh i'm eddie uh follow the account at Rados. Nelly. 